Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for joining me at my little corner of the internet. You found me at Off the Bench, and we're going to start the new year outright by coming to the Word of God for a little bit of encouragement about the legacy that your life is going to leave. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. hope you guys had a great New Year's Eve and a wonderful uh, start to the brand new year. It's 2021. I feel better already. 2020 is like a, it's like a, um, what do you call it? Like a, like a fever. <laughs> just, I feel like the fever lifted just a little bit and everyone's like, nope, hasn't lifted yet because we got all the stuff coming up with Trump, right? On the 6th of January, for goodness sake, that's coming up. So many things. And I'm going to encourage you guys, like I always do, put your hope. We talked about this yesterday. Put your hope in the Lord. Put your hope in the Lord. And uh, I'm loving what I'm seeing coming in from all around the internet to me. You guys are sending me letters and really interesting uh, stories of things that are happening around the internet. I've watched sort of what uh, Kirk Cameron did and... uh, doing his Christmas caroling thing. He called it the unmasked singer. Did you guys see that? He said, our rebellion consisted of gathering outside to sing Christmas carols by candlelight in a parking lot of our local mall. Hundreds of grateful, joyful people came together, excited for the chance to see smiling faces, hear thankful singing and give praise to God. Unfortunately, thanks to a news helicopter, three drones, several TMZ foot soldiers and a couple of COVID Karens with their car horns, we have now become infamous. You may have heard of the TV show The Masked Singer, which I hear is all the rage. In the past couple of weeks, the press has affectionately dubbed me as the unmasked singer, triggering a different kind of rage. Well, this is kind of, this is sort of what's going on in the culture right now with uh, Christians who are standing up against all this stuff and we're, we're saying, okay, Lord, we want to serve you. You said, sing, you said to share the gospel, all of the things, right? And, uh, I thought about legacy today. I think it's a good way to start 2021. Yesterday we talked a little bit about hope. And today I want to start by talking a little bit about legacy, because I don't know that we think about it very often. And my hunch is that like me, you're more worried about what you're going to make for dinner tonight than about a legacy that you might be leaving for your children or your grandchildren. But scripture tells us that we should live with our legacy in mind. You see, death isn't a question of if, but rather of when. And when the funeral is over and when the mourners have gone their separate ways, the thing that's going to remain is your legacy. Our legacy in death is a function of the choices that we make in life. I'm going to say that again. Our legacy in death, the thing that we leave behind, is a function of the choices that we make in life. The word character derives from the Greek word meaning embossed. Did you guys know that? Or to engrave. And as we make consistent choices over time, they leave a permanent mark on our character. We become what we choose, 
And the legacy we leave is a function of the choices that we make day to day. So what choices are you guys making right now? We talked about this the other day. Like this is a great day. Uh, A lot of you have it off of work. To get your kids downstairs, you can download the scripture writing challenge at uh, MomStrong International. It's up there today. Today's the first of the month. And you can encourage your children by showing them that the legacy that you want to leave is a legacy that said, I care about what God cares about. What God cares about is what we care about. And I just, in many, many ways, we have failed in that respect. And I think in large part, it's why we're where we're at, right? It's, it's what got us here in the first place. And so I'm going to encourage you back to a place of just saying, Lord, I want my legacy to mean something for the kingdom. What is our life going to say about us, who we were and what we chose to love, who we chose to love? By the grace of God, we're going to leave behind a legacy of love that we passed on for generations, a legacy of courage, a legacy that our grandchildren will say, my grandparents or my mom and dad, they valued truth. They studied the word, they knew the truth, and they stood behind it and they proclaimed it. Psalm 100 verse 5 says, the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever and his faithfulness continues to each generation. When you need the example of a faithful mother, I know a lot of you are like, well, I didn't see, there wasn't much legacy in my family. But listen to what Timothy wrote or Paul said rather to Timothy in 2 Timothy 1.5, I remember your genuine faith for you share a faith that filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I know that same faith continues strong in you. You guys can build that legacy. So if you never had it, if you never saw it, if your parents didn't walk with the Lord, you walk with the Lord. We can't pass on what we don't possess. The Bible says the older women likewise are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good and to train the young women to love their husbands and children and to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands so that the word of God may not be reviled. Well, that's not a real popular uh, stand to take, is it? Sounds a little bit, you know, chauvinistic to me. What? Submissive to my husband? Yes, that's what the Bible teaches. Shh, don't tell anyone. You might get canceled. (laughs) This is what God values, and we should value what God values. And so as we're taking down Christmas decorations, I know a lot of you are still leaving them up through Epiphany. I think I might leave my Christmas trip for a while this year. Usually I'm like the day after Christmas, bam, take that bad boy down. You know, I put everything away. But this year, I'm going to linger in it a little while. This year, I'm going to keep it up for a while. I took the Christmas decorations off of that tree, but I leave white lights on it. And I sort of turn my house into a little bit of this like Christmas sort of wonderland because home is a respite for me. And it's a respite for my children and it's a respite for our family and for the man that I love. And the Bible teaches me that that's part of my job as a woman. God created me a woman. Part of the thing that he tells me I'm supposed to be doing is teaching what is good, 
not to be addicted to much wine. Notice he doesn't say you can't have wine. He just says, hey, how about let's not be an alcoholic? Church gets so hung up on things, I swear. It's a bummer. He says we're supposed to be working at home, kind, submissive to our own husbands. Why? That the word of God may not be reviled. That's why. I love this out of Psalm 128. How joyful are those who fear the Lord and who follow his ways. You will enjoy the fruit of your labor. I'm going to say it again. You will enjoy the fruit of your labor. In other words, uh, if you want something, it's you're going to have to work for it in this life. Uh, truly. Have you noticed that yet? I have. How joyful and prosperous you will be. May the Lord continually bless you from Zion. May you see Jerusalem prosper as long as you live. And may you live to enjoy your grandchildren. May Israel have peace. We live in a really messed up world, but you know what? God's in the business of redeeming things. And he wants your legacy to be a legacy that says, you followed him, you knew him, you trusted him, you obeyed him. This is a really good year to study the Bible. It's a really good year to say, you know what? I'm going to get out of that bad habit I was in. My husband got me a stationary bike for, for Christmas. And uh, it wasn't a Peloton. <laughs> I was like, he's like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, a Peloton. Okay, it's kind of expensive. Okay, never mind. But it's just, that's the idea, right? Uh, because I am having, you know, I've been having, as you guys know, just some health issues. And um, I'm going in uh, in a few days for the next surgery on my eyes. So please keep me in your prayers. Um, yeah, lots of things. Anyway, I've struggled my whole life. I have a series of fractures in my lower back. And so there are things I can do and things I can't do. And one of the things I want to do this year is to, work on strengthening my physical body again, to pay attention to my physical body. And for me, that's a thing that I will let go, you know, especially when I'm under stress, especially with COVID and all the things and the pressure that we have been under around here. I tend to shrink into this, like I take care of everybody but myself and I'm really feeling it. And my husband is noticing it too. And he's like, listen, Heidi, you'd feel better if you took better care of yourself. So I'm, tr I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. I lost my massage therapist because she makes me wear a mask and I just will not do it. That just sounds terrible to me. You know, it just sounds terrible. It just sounds, sounds horrible. Anyway, I hope you guys are encouraged. The beginning of, it's the beginning of a new year. It's a chance for you to study the word. It's a chance for you to reflect and say, okay, Lord, what do you have for our family? And I'm hoping, and I know that is the the heart of my husband and myself for all of you who are listening to this, that you would be moved to love on your children and your grandchildren, to be an example for those people around you. This is why we created MomStrong International. It's why we're growing it now with a component that's just for the teens to say, hey, the study of God's word is a worthwhile pursuit. It really is. You will never be sorry that you invested in reading the word of God. And so you can download the scripture writing challenge at MomStrong International. And you can join the community there of people who are saying, not only do we want to study God's word, we want to pass it on to the next generation. This was the heart behind it when uh, we started this ministry three years ago. 
the heart behind the Homeschool Resource Center was to help parents by giving them the tools that they would need to strengthen their families according to God's word. When you do things according to God's word, you guys, there is a blessing in it. There is a blessing. And God says the blessing is available to you right now. So you don't even have to wait. It's literally available to you right now. And so I hope that you guys will take that to heart. I'm going to answer a couple of your questions today. And before I do, um, I just want to remind you again that the way that you can leave those questions for me is by going to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. You can fill out that form or you can go to anchor.fm forward slash Heidi St. John forward slash forward slash that's a tongue twister message. And you can download a message for me right there. So uh, I, we appreciate that you guys are doing that. And, you know, as you guys have noticed, like sometimes you, you'll write, you know, you'll write in and you'll criticize me. I can handle it. Uh, I can handle your criticism. You know, be kind. <laughs> uh, I want you to be thoughtful in what, in what you say, but we really love to answer your questions. And so a uh, first one comes in from Candace in Nevada. She said, dear Heidi, my husband and I decided to let our children make up their own minds about religion. Big mistake. They are adults now, and some of their friends are non-religious. I am now having a difficult time trying to get them to understand why they need to accept Jesus as their Savior. I can't even bring up the conversation without eye rolls. Any advice on how to approach them? Thanks for all you do. All right, Candice. So this is a heart. This is a heartbreak. And actually, I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful that you're writing the question because the question is an important question. And it goes to the point where the Bible says, train up your children in the way they should go. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. Your kids are adults now. And so the window of time that you had to train them up and to teach them in the ways of the Lord and to invest in their lives is over. But your role in their life, particularly as it relates to prayer, is not over. And so I'm going to encourage you to pray for them. God works through prayer. He works. That's how he does things. He's He's a miracle worker. He's going to work in their lives through prayer. And he, And the legacy that you are building right now isn't over yet. It just absolutely isn't. And so as you think about your kids moving forward, I would say rather than look back in discouragement, I'm always telling parents, you know, there's a, there's a time to sow and a time to reap. And right now you are in a season of reaping. And sometimes when we sow things, like you're saying you wish you had told your children about the Lord, but now it's too late. The reason I read your, uh, your question online is because I want every parent that has young children at home, whether your kids are even in high school or not, to listen to this cautionary comment. The time that we have to raise our children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, it is it goes by very, very quickly. It goes by so fast and you don't get it back. You don't get it back. And so at that point, sweet mama, that window of opportunity for you, as you have rightly pointed out, is now is now over. And so I would say rather than, you know, always bringing it up with your kids, the thing that might be the most helpful for you to do is to really commit them to prayer, to really commit praying for your children. Uh, I had a friend once uh, say that each child has to go through the revolving door of salvation. 
no matter how often a child attends Sunday school or how much scripture they memorize. I know that there are a lot of people who are listening to this and they say, well, I did tell my kids about the Lord and they walked away anyway. And this goes to legacy because no matter how uh, many times you take your Sunday school or how much scripture they memorize or if, whether or not they got baptized, each one of them has to enter into a relationship with God on his terms. Some of us catch only a whiff of the world before coming back through that revolving door. Others wander around in the wilderness for years. And I think few things are harder for parents to deal with than a child who has either walked away from the Lord or just won't accept his word at all. Right? You think, well, we've we've done our part and now they need to do their part. But no matter how far they wander and no matter what they are doing, they are never alone. Even if we haven't heard from them in years, God is right there and he will gently nudge them. And I'm going to encourage you to pray, rest in God's provision, lean into his love because it endures forever. Pray always, believe always, hope always, because the Lord is watching your children even now. He's watching them right now and it matters to them. So Candace, listen to me. This is the year that you can commit to really praying consistently for your children. God is at work. He'll never leave. He'll never forsake you. God isn't finished yet. And until that moment comes when your children have gone home, when, when, when your children have died and passed away, don't stop praying. Don't stop praying because God is always at work. You guys, this is an awesome opportunity for you to build a legacy for your children, one that will outlive you. Let them know that you are men and women of prayer and that you love them and tell them that you love them. I love you. I'm praying for you. Let me, let me uh, be in your life, right? We build those relationships with our kids over time. You guys, I'm out of time for today, but I wanted to say thanks for listening. We are really excited to start off a brand new year here for you. We've got some really awesome things planned over at the Bible study. This is a wonderful time for you to join us at MomStrong International. Uh, This is the month that we're going to wrap up the whole book of Revelation. So even if you haven't been in the study, uh, jump into it. Because we're going to be uh, really talking about the second coming of Christ, what heaven is like. I have a friend who I'm hoping to get on the show with me who knows more about heaven than pretty much anybody I've ever met in my whole life. So we're working on that. But really want to encourage you more than we ever have before to focus on what God has for you in terms of parenting and shepherding those people around you, loving on your neighbors, building up the community of Christ and the body of Christ around you and being the ambassador that Christ calls you to be. This is the time, right? We have one time a year, we always sort of hit the restart button and we could argue all day long about whether New Year's Eve, you know, resolutions are a good idea and the reset on January 1st or whatever. But the bottom line is, This is the time that everybody does it. So join me at MomStrong International. We're going to finish up the book of Revelation. It's going to be fantastic. This is the first month in that study that we're adding a guide to a conversation, a starter guide for teens. So I think you guys will love it. So you guys have heard me talk about the scripture writing challenge, and I really don't think there's a better way to kick off 2021 than to dive into the January scripture writing challenge. Even better, make it a year of scripture writing. Grab your journal, grab your notebook, buy a good pen, collect scripture writing cards, and just dig in. Uh, You can do it every day. Absolutely. Nothing is more important than taking time to be in the word, worshiping him through the power of scripture. And I'm telling you what, the scripture writing challenge at MomStrong International will definitely do that. The other thing that you can do is you can read it to your kids. So if you've got kids that are too little, um, these are very 
you know, bite-sized pieces of scripture to write every day. It's not going to take you to the whole Bible in a year or anything like that, but it's just a chance for you to get into the word and then relate it to what's happening around you. Ask the Lord to really help you. Also, I want to give a shout out to some people who've been supporting our podcast from uh, Alabaster, Alabama. Beautiful Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Ashley from Wentzville, Missouri. And Nash, uh, Nancy, Nancy from Chaska. Is that how you say that, Nancy? Nancy from Chaska, Minnesota, who said, thank you so much. I'm glad I found you and I'm referring others to your podcast. You guys, we really appreciate that. Like I told you, we're trying to work our way up. We got a big goal trying to work our way up to 10,000 reviews over the podcast and you guys are helping us do that. So if you can go to the podcast and leave a five-star review for it and a, um, and a review, write it in there. That would be awesome. That, you know, that minute and a half it takes you to do that really does make a difference. So thank you so much for doing that. And again, if you guys would like to support this ministry financially, we would be so blessed if you would do that. It encourages us probably more than you, uh, than you can, than you probably even realize. So we appreciate you guys doing that. And we appreciate just the fact that you're, you know, you're hanging in there with us. Uh, we know it's been kind of a, a little bit of a <laughs> little bit of a rough year. And so we appreciate you guys uh, coming alongside us and supporting this ministry financially and encouraging us through your cards and your letters. Please keep it up. We love you. We're looking forward to all that God's going to do in 2021, knowing that he isn't finished yet. He is just getting started. We have, a, we have a, so much in store that we are excited about and we are excited to share it with you. Have a great weekend, everybody. And I hope you enjoy it with your families and I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.